What's happening, good people? And welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast. We're being brought to you by our title sponsor, St. Louis Organics. Please visit today, www.dremontez.com. To all my podcasters out there, how we doing? Whether you listen to your podcast at, or maybe you haven't heard our latest podcast episode of Who's to Blame, but you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud as well. But the easiest way is just to follow us on social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Who's to Blame the Podcast, Twitter, at W2B. Dre Montez. And we also put up videos on YouTube, Dre Montez and TikTok, Dre Montez 6-3. Oh my goodness. So much going on. So much going on. So much coming up. Again, shout out to all the people that participated this past weekend and all the festivities and events in Sular this past week. So awesome, 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 awesome. Got to get that support out there. Got to get that support out there for anything that's going on in these beautiful and wonderful neighborhoods that we have going on and about. But if it's your first time tuning into the video portion of the show, thank you so much. And as always, high fives, chest bump, let's hug it out. Sometimes you got to hug that thing on out. That's what she said. But seriously, how's everyone doing today? If you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Anniversary, happy anniversary to you. If you got the promotion, hey, you work your tail off. You deserve it. Anything positive you have going on, hey, appreciate the details of the day. There you go. And tell the people that have their first business opening up in the next few weeks. Congratulations to you. Those of you know who you are are out there all of you out there in live streaming land speaking of live streaming if you don't know we also do a show called montez at midday that we put on our page dre montez on facebook on our twitter page at w2b dre montez our youtube page as well dre montez and we do that show on monday wednesdays and fridays at 11 a.m central standard time there you go just to give you give you something else extra to do throughout your day as we're going through the wacky weather of St. Louis. You know, you can't forget that. Can't forget that. I'm still, you ever find yourself caught up in a situation? You're still thinking about it weeks later, months later, or years later. I'm still thinking about my trip to Oklahoma City. I, I just want to put that out there. Oklahoma City, you're on my mind just like what everybody else has been talking about here lately, and that would be the Michigan-Wisconsin basketball ordeal over the weekend, you know, and what's your take on it, how this should go. You know, it's anything. You, you want to get all the evidence, and you want to hear what everybody else got to say first, because I was watching this game before I was getting prepared for my Super Bowl, the Daytona 500. So I was pre-gaming, tailgating, watching this game and by looking at how the game was going i knew something was about to happen maybe a confrontation of words but i didn't see no one putting them hands on each other now you got different conversations going on you got from different neighborhoods and different 
ethnic background, saying, well, you know, that's a big-ass black dude putting his hand on that white dude. I wonder what that white man said to the brother. You got all kind of things going on. If it was that, if it was this, if it was that. Have we thought about the real situation of what really happened? Can we call it for what it was and what happened? I have been in the same situation before. Did we handle it well when the moment that it happened? Not after the fact, but the moment that it happened. So you learn these tools and resources to go to if you've ever been to anger management. If you've ever been to anger management class, raise your hand. All right. All right. OK. So I, I've, I've been in this position before. Another softball story brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Reach out to them in your Oklahoma City area. Serta Pro Painters. Flashback moment here in softball. Young man hit the crap out of the ball on me. I mean, this home run went a gazillion miles. It was only a solo home run. So no biggie to me. No biggie. Oh, well, you're selfish. But it was what he did in his actions that I could not let go. He took his time running the bases, the time that we still ran the bases in competitive softball. Long time ago, exactly. So the next time him came up to bat, he hits a one hopper to me. What do you think I do? I rolled a ball to first base. I get thrown out of the ball game. I'm cussing out the umpire for no apparent reason, going off on the entire team for no apparent reason. But after beers and a couple of hits and a shot here and there, I realized I was wrong. So you call it for what it is. It was a petty situation that happened. It was petty. It was a petty situation that happened where as grown men should know that coach kids you got to be in your best judgment and your best behavior. We all know that, right? Who's to blame? That's what we know this for sure. But this is after somebody goes through this of an adult putting their hands on you. If anybody put, your, put their hands on you, all consciousness is gone. Can we all agree on that? Yes, we all can agree on that. That's where the manhood that's where comes my identity. That's where come the protection. So you got all these things going on in milliseconds. Now let's think back to the, the malice at the palace. Let's just say those kids and the fans would have jumped in there. Who's to blame? I don't want to play the what if factor, but hell, y'all started this. Y'all started this. I think they got the suspension right. My thoughts on it. Everybody's happy, but... Here's something I want to improve upon. That was the worst apology I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Ever. Both parties included. Worst apology ever. They never really said an apology. It was like being told in school, say you sorry. He said, I should say I'm sorry. That, that's not an apology. That's not an apology. And I know this has been a a pattern of behavior for Juwan Howard with his temper. Maybe this will help him. Maybe this will help him. Maybe the right people will get around him and say, hey, this is not to do that. But I can't let the Wisconsin coach off the bag easy either. What did you say to Juwan Howard? what you say? You just don't slap nobody. Now, I saw the brother cop move the head coach out the way. He kind of like he was about to get the defensive rebound. He moved him right behind him. I, I got you, coach. I got you. I'm not going to let you get hit. 
But what did that guy say? I still don't think he just swung his helmet at an NFL quarterback in a national televised game for any damn thing. That boy said something to him. He said something. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Microphone here. Didn't pick it up. Your mama called you Clay. I'm going to call you Clay. But I think they got it right. College basketball is going to be exciting as we get closer and closer to Arch Madness, if you're in the Midwest. College basketball fanatics throughout America. We're about to lose our mind. But we're getting a little taste of honey on how the college basketball officials are going to be moving forward when it comes to the game getting a little bit too crowd friendly. Players antagonizing each other. They're going to be now we got to be careful at celebration. I just hit four threes in a row on the top team in the country. It's the first time I've ever been on national TV. You better leave me alone. I'm going to get the people in the uproar. It gets the people going. All right, we're going to move on along on that one right there. But that's I just wanted to share those little, little thoughts right there. Just, just a little bit. Still think Juwan Howard, he did the right thing, protecting himself. But what if it would have got out of hand? And you got to realize the position that you're in. There's a lot of things come with these promotions, moving up the chain, chasing the bag, getting what's yours. You got to do what's right. In the end, do what's right. Who's to blame? All right. This is the main docket right here. This is episode 476 of Who's to Blame, the podcast. And I'm your host, Dre Montez. And this one here has been coming up for a few years in my mindset. And it all started when I retired from competitive softball six years ago. You got to find something else to do. When you give up something, something else got to fill the void. Something must fill the void. Besides working the Cardinal games, driving the golf cart, I needed more. I, 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 I needed more. But I had more. Had other sports to pay attention to, other sports to pay attention to. So while I'm going through that, getting really back into sports, catching all the college football games, not missing any NFL, not missing any baseball, not missing anything because I don't play softball anymore. But I'm meeting these group of people that I never heard of before. I'm going to call this segment the one sport fan, the one sport family, the one sport fan. Do they exist? Yes, they do. How many of them is it? There is a bunch of them out there. We're checking our time right now. We're doing good. But the one sport thing, what, what I mean by this, I'm not saying someone that participated in one sport. I'm talking one that only cares about one professional sport out there, whether golf is a pro- professional sport to you or NASCAR or horse race. You only pay attention to one particular sport. And we all know how critical I am of sports bars. You know, when I used to go all the time, when I when I gave them so much money and, and time and and thoughts and, and marketing ideas, and I gave them my time and my, my money, and they didn't care about me. That was focus, Dre. Okay, but back in the day of me really, really going to sports bars all the time to watch all of the sports I wanted to. This is why I met these group of people. At. As you all looking up at the TV and head nodding, yeah, I take another one. You have a face to face during commercial break. 
So who's your team? That's how it starts. Well, I'm not in here for, for this. I'm, a, I'm not a football fan. Hmm. What's your sport? Oh, I only like baseball. Okay. Okay. And then they break it down on why they like these particular sports. Now, this was very odd to me because I like them all. I mean, if there's crickets racing for points in a functional point system, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. If there is a way for me to watch it, I'm, it's a sport. If there's points, a wins and loss, a trophy, a proper presentation, I'm all aboard for it. Huh? Why not? It gives you something to do. Knox puts time on the clock, so to speak. But I love the way they break down on why they like the particular sport. And a lot of people don't like football due to the concussion protocol, the way they treat the players, and the fact that a lot of people think the games are scripted. Those are all three legitimate points, all three legitimate points across the board. And there's still some bitterness here, but not only here. In cities and towns that have lost a sports team, too, that still have not regained back the money they once used to make because that team no longer is there. I, I get you on that, too. There are people that just, the hell with basketball, the hell with hockey. You know, I get all that. Trust me. But just to root for one sport, I find that very interesting, very knowledgeable. And I'm jelly. Who's to blame? And the people that only follow, only follow baseball. A lot of it is fan generation based. Well, well, well I grew up and, and when I come in from, from working on the farm, my, my grandpa would be listening to the ball game on the radio. So I became a fan that way. And then the first time I saw a game, I, I saw the expression on my dad's face. And then I went to a professional game with my grandpa and my dad and my uncle and my and my older brother and my cousins and all of that people become fans that way because you can't get that type of uh affordable fan base anymore like that and baseball was probably one of the last ones you can take a whole motherfucking family and really get involved i'm not talking about the box luxury calm down but you know what i'm talking about and then the hockey fan I got to put that up there, too. It, it, it's come from the upbringing, for sure. And plus, if you played the game, or if it's in your region of interest, and then just the fact of the story of hockey, and then when you meet these guys, they're so uh, approachable, if that's what they're so approachable. I mean, half the times, you don't even recognize a hockey player unless you're really into the sport. Now, if they're a household name, of course you're going to recognize them. But if you the hometown team and you're out at Shop and Save or walking a dog in Tog Road. Hey, go, what you doing over here? Well, we just live up the road here. And you have an intense conversation without an autograph, without a picture, just enjoying the conversation. So I get that. It's just like the NASCAR fan in me. I've met some people that only follow NASCAR, not Formula One, none of that, just NASCAR. I've, I've met people like that. Because it's, there's a connection. It's a, it's so family oriented, the NASCAR fan base, the way they learned about it, the way the, the race and sport was created, the conversations that go on at the track. You can't get that in any other sport. You got to wait on for hours and hours. You got to be a little baby son of a bitch. 
you know, but NASCAR is a, a, a sport you can grasp as you get older and older. They still give you the recognition as a fan, if that makes any sense. They still give you that appreciation of like, hey, they 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 know I'm out here. They you know they they see my shirt over here. They see me rocking a one now with Truett's on there already. But the one sport fan, I have come to show a better appreciation of the one sport fan. I used to laugh, chuckle try to convince you of a better lifestyle, another theory. And then what they tell you they do in their off season of their one sport that they root for is amazing. The trips, the house building situation, improvements to the man cave or the she shed. I can't leave the women out because I've met a lot of female sports fans as well that are very knowledgeable over my years from radio to podcast. And they know their shit. Don't get me wrong. They get in their feelings, too, over athletes. They break TVs. They'll knock a motherfucker out at work the next day, still mad about the day before. They don't put out due to what happened in a sports game. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. But getting to know and break down, so to speak, why people are one sport fans. You know, a couple of years ago, it got kind of crazy for us, didn't it, folks? When the COVID situation happened, you know, video game play, play went up, online play, everybody was streaming everything, trying to keep themselves occupied, trying to do something other than watch sports. We've lost a lot of sports fans of watching sports due to COVID because they found other things to do to occupy their time. Now, people like that, I have not gotten to know yet. The ones that just said, fuck sports as a whole, I'm done with it. I'm done with it, Dre. I'm not doing it no more. It's taking too much of my time. Every fan have said that about their team, their franchise, their player. We, we get it. We have a fan breakdown moment. That's the beauty of being a fan of something that we have no control over. To me, I'd love and enjoy yelling at the TV, ripping up the damn paper, throwing up against the wall, taking it out on the video game system putting those same two teams in the matchup, but beating them the way they should have been beaten. We all do that. But to just totally give it up, that'd be kind of harsh, but it came really, really close. Well, we didn't give it up. It was out of our hands. But that was critical times. I know a lot of people at some point throughout the past days of man and woman being on Iserv, and we have the ability to watch sports on TV or attend them in person, a show I love for them. Somebody has said this. One day there's not going to be any sports. What the hell are you going to do then? Got him. Who's to blame? Came real close, didn't it? Real close. That, that was a little bit too much playing right there. That, that, I mean, it got emotional. I mean, I thought I cried when I retired from playing ball. You know, I thought I cried watching Rudy. Rudy, you know, I thought I cried in the perfect game, secret of the curve, but no sports. Hey, let's not play like that again. That, that was, you got to get creative. I can't go outside. I can't play ball no more. I can't drive no more, but I can't watch sports, but I will watch old sports every damn day. I will watch it each and every time. That's why I love the MLB network and NBA classic. Mm, them hardwood classics 
it would make you look at an NBA game. Watch a watch an NBA hardwood classic game early in the day. If if you're at work, you got one of them TVs, you can watch NBA classic, you can be at the barbershop or something. Put it on that motherfucker. Put it on that, just watch it. Then tonight, well, tomorrow, but Friday, when the NBA come back, no, tomorrow, Thursday. When the NBA comes back tomorrow, watch an NBA game. Same sport, but something looks completely different here. It's something else. It is something else. With kids, boys and girls, children of all ages, I gave you my thoughts on Michigan. And we just talked about this whole the one sport fan. I now appreciate you more than ever from your genuine conversation for the fact bringing facts you bring to the table on why you only root for this one sport. Who's to blame? I appreciate that so well and so much. We're going to get some music going here and get up out of here for the people. Get on up out of here. Do something positive today, huh? Do it right. Do it good. Do it right. Do it good. Again, shout out to the sponsor. Booyah. All right. Booyah, booyah, booyah. All right. All right, good folks. Thank you for tuning in to Who's to Blame the Podcast. And I'm your host, Dre Montez. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.